what is consent who can give consent what exactly constitutes consent are there different types of consent can i revoke can i revoke a consent i already gave can i stop at any time hi i'm bb balogun and this is bear with bb and on today's episode i would be giving an introductory um talk about consent and this will be a first of a five-part series called consent a walk through the rippling um i hope you enjoyed this as much as i did making it for you welcome what is consent well a quick definition is that consent is a permission for something to happen or an agreement to do something it has to be a voluntary agreement without any abuse of power and sexual consent would be an agreement to participate in a sexual activity voluntarily without any abuse of power so that means when two people are engaging in sexual activity there needs to be an agreement this agreement must be voluntary there has to be no coercion in this agreement there are basically four types of consent there are the implied consent the express consent informed consent and unanimous consent of this two of these four types of consent will be um, concerning ourselves mostly with two and the consent are these two are express and implied consent so then I'll give a brief definition of the four, then talk more on implied and express consent. So, express consent, as the name states, is a clearly stated, clearly precise, unmistakably stated type of consent. You're saying it, and it is said rather than implied. It has just two answers. It is either yes or no. Implied consent, on the other hand, is the type of consent that is inferred from others' actions from the facts and certain circumstances and informed consent is when to when parties um engaging in a sexual activity form their consent based on the awareness of each other's medical history and unanimous consent on the other end is just under the type of express consent, it is where everybody agrees. It is where there is no dissent. So, express consent. Going back to express and implied consent. Express consent. In express consent, the words have to be said. There has to be a communication between two people. There have to be meeting of the minds. You have to come with your offer and the other person either has to accept your offer or just decline your offer and just not be interested in having sex or having any sexual activity with you. This type of consent has just two answers. It is either yes or no. And that is where the problem lies with most people. Most um, people think that sometimes no means yes. No, no means no. No means no. Yes means yes. No is a complete sentence that needs no addition, no subtraction, nothing. It means I am not interested in doing this and as such I am not doing it. No doesn't mean maybe. No means no. 
So you have to stop when a person says stop. Yes, yes has yes is giving you green lights. Go ahead. Red is a stop. No is a, is giving you a red sign. It means stop. You can't go again. You can't go. Using traffic light analogy. Yes, yes means yes means ready. It means you are ready to go. It means you are green. Maybe that means you are not sure. So probably ready, and maybe doesn't it, it doesn't come into express consent because there are no two there's nothing apart from yes or no in express consent and no means stop it is a red light no no means no please no means no implied consent when you're talking about implied consent this is quite tricky as most people find it quite hard to understand what implied consent is and how it can be a clear type of consent because you're inferring from someone's action that they may actually want or not want to do something with you so when you are getting your consent impliedly you have to be conversant with yourself and the person you have to know you have to be very careful to study both the other party and yourself. You have to be sure that there's a synergy between both of you and they are both in sync. And that what you're interpreting as a yes actually means a yes and this is not a no. Take time to stop and question, probably look or touch the person to just know if the person is going on with you because any sexual activity has to be like a well-oiled machine it has to work in tandem when one stops or gets cogged then the entire machine stops because one can't work without the other both of them are fused there are two sides of there are two sides of something without one one can't exist without the other so those are the two types of content so there are some things that that are pertinent to con- to content that if these things are not there then content can't exist they are the building blocks of content they are the nucleus they are what actually forms the content they are the life of the content and they are called they're just three they're called the three pillars of sexual content the first is knowing exactly what and how much a person is agreeing to the second is expressing your intent to participate the third is deciding freely and voluntarily to participate so the first one is knowing exactly what and how much you are agreeing to for a person who only wants to kiss he knows that what he wants is to kiss somebody and how much is he agreeing to just the kiss the person that is what the person wants and that's how far the person is willing to go that's how far the person is agreeing to and once the person expresses this um this intent that okay i want to kiss you and that i am not doing more than kissing you that is true and the third one has to be that this um this consent this intent it is decided freely and voluntarily there is no room for coercion there was no other fixating factor that might have made um, consent um that may have made the consent void see these three things have to be there 
if one is not there then the entire thing collapses because one has without one the others can function without the two without two three can function without three two and one can function and without one two and three can function that is how consent works you have to know exactly and how much you the person is agreeing to you have to know that the person has expressed their intent to participate and the person participated freely and voluntarily see there are some set of people that are can't consent see the first set of those people that can't consent is a minor a child in no way or form can consent yeah a child can consent it is impossible a child can't consent the second group of people that cannot consent is anybody that is incapacitated by drugs or alcohol that has made them unable to know exactly what and how much they are agreeing to that has made them incapable of expressing their intent to participate that has made this decision making freely and voluntarily hard yes those those set of people cannot give consent no matter what a person that is unconscious cannot give consent because one it doesn't know what he is agreeing to two it's he hasn't expressed any intent to participate you just decided on your own that you want to do this the other person is unconscious you can't give any of the three pillars of sexual consent the third person is a, uh, another set of people that can't consent is a person that has any illness that must have affected their ability to reason and consent those set of people under no circumstance can they consent they are the set of people that are bad from consenting that they can't give consent see and there are some things about consent that i feel everybody should know and that's is one consent can be revoked at any time any point in time any point in time i repeat consent can be revoked at any time a n y t i m e anytime consent can be revoked at the beginning at the middle even towards the end as long as a person says no the consent that they had given initially has been revoked that consent no longer works we are now in a state of void we are now in a clean sheet and anything you do after that is molesting or raping the person you are engaging in sexual harassment to the person as long as the person has told you to stop and you didn't stop and you continue because first the person has given you consent before and the person is revoking it now once i heard a very disturbing statement that made me very sad somebody was talking about revoking consent made sex and a person said that it is impossible for a man to stop a made sex because if you off a ceiling fan it doesn't stop rotating at once and that statement filled me with so much rage and sadness because first you're a man you're not a ceiling fan you can stop at any time you're not a machine that needs cooling time you can stop and talk to your partner and ask why they're suddenly why they suddenly ask you to stop you can revoke consent at any time don't be that person don't be that person that makes another person question the sanity don't be that guy don't be that lady another thing is that consent must be gotten before any activity begins you can't 
win an election then go about campaigning for the election that you just won it is impossible it is not done it is it doesn't make sense so apply that to consent you want to do something then you do it then after you're doing you're asking the person for permission to do something you've already done it is not done so before any activity that you do ask for consent please ask for consent before you do anything and consent needs to be ongoing you can't just decide to stop asking for consent because you've already asked yesterday you've already asked today and tomorrow definitely you do not need to ask because you've asked yesterday and you've asked today that isn't done consent needs to be ongoing you need to ask the person that you want to engage in any sexual activity which is that is are they comfortable with what you want to do do they want to engage in the same thing that you want to engage in please remember consent can be revoked at any time consent must be gotten before any activity begins and consent needs to be ongoing it, it needs to be ongoing and if you're the person initiating a sexual activity you are responsible for obtaining consent if you are the one initiating a sexual activity you are responsible for obtaining consent there's there's no way i can explain this better if you are starting something you have to ask for consent because you don't want certain something please consent must be explicit you must know that this person is giving me explicit consent to do this even if the consent that you are getting is an inferred consent inferred consent you must be explicit that yes this person wants this see a person can always change their mind and that means that consent still can be revoked at any time anytime consent it has to be freely given because that is one of the fundamental of consent it's one of the basic tenements one of the three principles of consent it has to be freely given remember consent has to be freely given it can be reversible anytime your consent has to be informed consent you have to know that this consent that i'm being given is for this specific thing your consent has to be an enthusiastic consent because it has to come from somebody that you got it from without any duress or force. Consent has to be specific, as I said earlier. Specific consent for a specific thing. Consent A doesn't work for consent B. Consent for kissing isn't consent for sex. Consent for sex isn't cons- for penetrative sex isn't consent for anal sex. Consent for anal sex isn't consent for oral sex. Please and please. Remember this basic tenement and I hope that you've learned a thing or two from this introductory episode of consent a walk through the rippling. Thank you for listening and you can send me message voice messages and they'll be played in the later episodes of rape of consent and rape. Anything you think about please research it very well before you talk. Please read a lot and read what. Ask opinions for people before you form your own opinions. And please stay safe. With all my love. Bye.